This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for July 4th. One time I was asked to give the invitation and lead the Pledge of Allegiance at a local Board of Commissioners meeting. I was honored by the invitation and gladly accepted the opportunity to serve in this way. It was interesting to be part of the proceedings that I usually only get a glimpse of on the local government access channel on cable TV or read about afterwards in the newspaper. I enjoyed watching our government leaders carry out their duties and observe the interested citizens who came out to share their concerns. This experience reminded me to be thankful for the freedom we have to assemble in such a manner to take care of the business of the community. We still have a voice in what our government does, and we can let that voice be heard. It also served as a reminder of an admittedly oft-neglected duty to pray for those who serve in such positions of leadership. This is a biblical mandate, as expressed in 1 Timothy 2, 1-4, where it says, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Although the Bible instructs us to pray for kings and all who are in authority, it doesn't tell us exactly how to pray for them. What requests do we need to make in behalf of our government leaders? The question becomes even more complicated when we find ourselves faced with leaders whose views we oppose and with whose actions we often strongly disagree. Well, first of all, that scripture in 1 Timothy does tell us one way to pray, to give thanks. We can give thanks for individuals who are willing to serve in these positions. In a day when all public figures are subject to such close scrutiny and harsh criticism and frivolous lawsuits, it's a wonder that anyone would be willing to put himself or herself in that position. Let's be grateful for those who do, and especially for those who serve well. Then we can pray for wisdom for our leaders, that they might know what's right to do and what's best for those whom they serve. We may need to pray that some leaders would become more open to God's guidance and to the wisdom he can give. We can then pray that God would give those decision makers the courage to do the right thing, regardless of whether it's popular or not, and regardless of the personal political consequences. We need leaders who will be brave enough to do what's good for the community or the country, even if it hurts their chances for re-election. Although that scripture doesn't tell us how to pray, It shows us the goal or the end result of such intercession, saying that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. If our communities aren't as quiet, peaceable, godly, and reverent as we would like, maybe we're not praying enough for our leaders. The decisions they make go a long way in determining what kind of community we live in. So on this 4th of July... Let this holiday be a reminder to us of our God-given duty to pray for those in leadership positions in our community, state, and nation. They need our prayers, whether or not we happen to like their politics. And if we'll be faithful to do so, we know on the authority of the Bible that we're doing what is good and acceptable in the sight of God. If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. Now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today in your own everyday experiences.